The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, hello. How is everyone? It's time to start the day. Unless if you're listening to this in the middle of the day, which is entirely possible... Because it's a damn podcast. Old radio habits die hard. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. And uh, a lot of that going on. A target-rich uh, rich environment, to be sure. Uh, so much to cover. Let me start with this. This is such uh, uncharted territory. If you are a fan of my team, the Detroit Lions, there's these things called like power rankings that come out each week that uh, people who write for a living say, all right, now these are the, this week's best teams in the, in the whole football league. And right now the Lions are third. That is odd. There's 32 teams in football. And these experts say that 29 of them are worse than the Lions. That is very, very strange to me. I'm trying not to get too uh, excited about any of that shit. Again, I don't watch football. Outside of um, the Lions, I just don't watch. I have so much going on. In fact, when I watch the Lions... It's usually on my phone when I'm making a Sunday family dinner. Like when I was preparing the uh, sweet and sour chicken fried rice spectacular, the Slaughter the Turks uh, uh, chicken. Uh, I can't even think of the name. What the fuck am I doing? Um, my fantasy football team. I don't watch the games that my players are on. I don't do any of that shit. No, I just look at the app and see who's scoring points, which, by the way, I'm 6-0 <laughs> when it came to the fantasy football draft over at my neighbor's house. You know, it's all these, it's all these young studs, all these young bucks. As Becca Shea points out, easy, we still did not get the sweet and sour chicken fried rice recipe. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're exactly right. I will write it under where I wrote it yesterday. Recipe times two. Sorry. You'll get it. You'll get it. I swear. Uh, when you make the sweet and sour sauce after you add the cornstarch slash water mixture, I want you to heat it up again until it thickens and then just set it aside. And maybe warm it up again when you put it over the chicken little note that's not in the recipe there. I found that out the hard way. I found that out the hard way. First time I made it, I added the cornstarch water slurry and nothing firmed up. So I added about four more boxes of cornstarch. It was like quick Crete. So stupid. 
Uh, the team's ahead of the Lions. Right now, uh, the experts say Miami is one. I don't remember two. So this is all very, very foreign to me. Kind of waiting for bad things to happen, but the only bad thing that happened was that overtime loss when the Lions played Seattle at home. Now, it, it doesn't get easier for these idiots. Uh, they they traveled to Baltimore to take on another first-place team who, from what I'm understanding, they're not that great, even though they're like 4-2. and two. But still. So I got to like pry myself away from reading about this shit to, to not get too fucking wound up, you know, and get my hopes up. But it sure is fun when they're successful because, you know, it's been decades. Well, the fact that at a five and one start, that is their best start in like 60 years. That's, that is so, that's good and horrible at the same time. I mean, six games into a year to have only one loss, and that's that's the best you've done in 60 years? It just goes to show how fucking horrible these assholes have been for the longest time. My God. Um, so that's kind of like something that's kind of cooking on my brain right now. Uh, also cooking on my brain is the uh, ridiculous discomfort I have in my male private area. Oh boy. This is some real heat. Uh, now there is a CT scan set for Sunday of all days at 8 AM down the road at the, uh, the hospital here. Uh, so, I, I think a CT scan is the same as a CAT scan, right? I, mean, I don't know. They just said uh, I talked to the uh, the physician's assistant. They haven't even yet passed me off to an actual doctor over at the urologist. But it's good that I can, like, reach out as soon as I'm, I'm having a hard time. Um, so yesterday after this show, I did that. And then uh, she goes, all right, I- I'm scheduling a CT scan. So, all right. I'm putting an order in. I scheduled it first one available Sunday. Then the latest issue, um, my balls start hurting. Like both balls start hurting yesterday. Uh, intense pressure on my bladder. And then I, uh, and then I go pee Barely any comes out and I, and then that's it. It just seems like there's no space in there. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Chris in Maine says, are you sure they said no UTI? Yes, I'm sure they said no UTI. I took a test. They said, your, everything looks great. So that's what's happening. Uh, my brother is super worried about me. When you have a big brother, it doesn't always work like this because 
I have three big brothers, actually four, and three do not give a shit about me at all. Just don't care. And I take it back. Paul cares about me. Jim, but Paul won't call. Paul won't say, hey, what's, hey, tell me what's going on. Uh, I, you know, I take it back. If he knew, which I don't think he does, that my, that my dick is about to fall off, uh, he would be concerned. Mike does not give a shit. Uh, Jim does world book, Jim. So I'm getting all every day. He's like, how are you? How are you? I'm worried about you. I'm worried about you. How's your kidney? I go, the kidney's fine. Kidney's not the problem. Something else going on there. Don't know what. Chris in Maine drops this. Oh, yeah, if it's prostate cancer, it's uh, super common, as I understand it. Very curable. Yeah, we're trying not to think about uh, any type of the C word. But uh, I don't know. Common sense would tell most people that uh, that's probably a, a ridiculous thing to even bring up right now. Dumbass. Anyway, uh, that's why I don't want to bring it up because uh, uh, jackass shortstops like Chris are going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris says, you said it, cockhead. I said it. What are you talking about? Did I? I might have. Uh, Aram says, I would go to the urologist's office and not leave until they figure this out. All right, I'm working on it. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm just extremely uncomfortable. Everything is jacked. Uh, could be worse though. You could at you could be at a hospital, um, in Gaza. Oh. All right. Now this is a disaster, but it just occurred to me before I get to this story. Uh, it is very important that you send a question for Dad on Dear Meathead. I have two right now. Chris D sent one, and Matt Kuyper's sent one. Okay. So if you can, uh, if you can do, they have a question, send it along, Eric at ericzaneshow.com. And, uh, he would love to hear from you. Um, Aram says, this is your life, man. Screw being polite anymore. Um, well, here's the thing. I think there's a fine line because you, you at the same time, I have had numerous tests done and, um, I, yeah, I'm, you know what? It's hard to disagree with you. I take it back. Screw being polite anymore. You see me squirming in my seat. It's because there's all sorts of dickishness going on down there. This is your life, man. Screw being polite anymore. I like that. I think I should adopt that. So I need, I need something to be done. I did send a, um, uh, tell me what you think of this. I reached out to um, the urology office, and this is uh, and this is what it went. This is how it went. Hello. I scheduled the CT scan for the first available, which is Sunday at eight a.m. However, I'm experiencing new symptoms, which are really bothering me. 
Both of my testicles now hurt badly. I'm miserable. This is new since the last time I contacted you the other day. What should I do? Have you tried any medications for the pain? And I'm like, I have not. I will try some Tylenol. I can't take ibuprofen. Well, yeah, okay, great. But I want to know what's causing it. I'll write that right now. However, I want to know what's causing it. Promptly is preferable. Tyler says, I will say too, you'd be better off actually getting someone on the phone. They're usually very dismissive with those my health messages. Chris in Maine suggests, could it be diet related? Seems like the new high frequency low urine output has really ramped up since fat camp. Uh, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Probably. I, d- I don't think so though. I mean, Eating better is not supposed to make your dick feel like it's it's falling off. Oh, man, this diet's going good, except my dick's about to fall off and my balls ache like I just got hit in them by a tennis racket. Aram says, offer them more money if that is what they want. Uh, like, uh, like, like they're holding my balls ransom. Is that, is that what the, uh, is that what you're implying? This isn't Cuba. The fuck are you talking about? Hey, uh, if I slip you a hundred, will you check out my cock? He says they won't take it, but it escalates the severity to them. Stevie writes, take Tylenol. Typical answer for everything. Donko says, Aram is absolutely right when Aram says not saying being mean, just saying don't take the brush off treatment. All right, I don't think I have. I think I'm in good shape right now. Updates to follow. Probably by the time I start the Patreon bonus podcast. Tyler writes, you have a backup of urine and now a backup of jizz. So both your bladder and balls are on the verge of explosion right now. Uh, Autopsy shows he died of exploding balls. As usual, fat finger Kenny Wanted to write best advice ever, but he wrote bear advice ever. One of Kenny's fingers is the size of my foot. 
Megan suggests, how have you not gone to the ER? I feel like most guys would have screaming, would have, she, no one can write today, would have screaming, would have screaming with ball pain. Kenny's crabby. He didn't like that joke. He writes, like, you never have typos, and then says, fuck off, dick. Amanda says, your balls will explode like that cantaloupe in the microwave. Boy, I'm so glad I turned to you guys for support. I've got, your balls are going to explode with jizz. I've got, your bladder is going to explode. I've got, your balls are going to explode like a cantaloupe. I've got, fuck off, dick. Megan says, no, you would have gone in screaming with ball pain. Becca Shea says, you'll be okay, Eric. Well, thank you. Did I mention Dear Meathead? Send a question in to dad, maybe based on what I just got done talking about. Uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Email on the uh, Shoreliners striping inbox. All right. So a lot of you are waking up today to the news that uh, in Gaza... A hospital got blown to smithereens, supposedly. All you hear is that a hospital is blown up and 500 patients were blown to bits in the hospital. And uh, the Palestinians are like, look at what the Israelis did. Now, I, I, I do not know what to believe. Right there, I, when I hear that, I said, well, the Israelis are are like, okay, it's time to go blow up a hospital since they were killing our random people. Well, that doesn't seem right. So the Israelis are saying, no, 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 no. We had nothing to do with it. And we've got, we've got even got proof. It was another terror organization in Gaza, not Hamas. Some other group. Who knows what the fuck their name? I think they're called like the Israeli Defense Fund or some shit. Um, and uh, Gaza's like, look, here's the proof. First of all, well, a lot of it is just Israel's word against everybody else's. And nobody is going to believe that. Okay? For sure, no one in the Arab world is going to believe that. Uh, but the Israelis are saying, no, 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 you guys accidentally blew up your own shit and you're inflating the number. At this point, it doesn't fucking matter. This is the type of thing that when you have uh, people that are pissed off and just looking for a reason to get in on the fight, this is going to do it. This is like uh, the Arab Jew version of and highly escalated of Montgomery brawl right there. When someone blows up the hospital, 
you know, now you've got the guy swimming across the thing to get on the dock who's swimming to a fight. So now uh, the Arab world is even more pissed off, which could lead to actual countries getting involved in this. And then the U.S. is in a war. That's fucking horrible. It just so happens that Biden uh, is visiting the Middle East right now. Which is never good. Biden out in the wild is just bad. Uh, So this dipshit is speaking with Israeli prime is he prime president? I don't know. Ben, Benjamin Netanyahu, who actually speaks English more clearly than Biden. And uh, listen to how Biden describes what happened yesterday with the destruction of that hospital. I was deeply sad and outraged by the uh, explosion at the hospital in Gaza yesterday. And based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not not you. When speaking to Benjamin Netanyahu, I'm deeply saddened, but it appears like it was done by the other team. It was done by the other team, not not you. Oh, oh, no. I don't know why that, that sounds terrible. But it it sure does sound terrible, referring to them as the other team. But there's a lot of people out there not sure. So we've got got to overcome a lot of things. And it also means encouraging life-saving capacity to help the Palestinians who are innocent, caught in the middle of this. And, uh, well, at any rate, that's, that's who we are. What? Even when he's making sense, he doesn't really make sense. Not just me, but I mean, that's who the United States is. What? And uh, um, it's just not the example of our power. It's the power of our example. It's almost as important. The world's looking. We, uh, Israel has a value set like the United States does in other democracies. And, uh, and they're looking to see what we're going to do. I just, I always get lost when he's talking. I can't, I I just can't with this guy. (sighs) Look, we got to, we got to talk. Are we at a point where Biden is so lost mentally, cognitively, that we need to actually start thinking about supporting Trump. Is that, is that on the table? Uh, Corey says, no. Tyler describes him as a walking corpse. Becca Shea says, no, never Trump. So that would mean we would have to choose a person who is cognitively disoriented. 
but yet we still choose him over Trump. That's where we are. That's what the the uh, free world has as choices. A psychopath and a man who is completely uh, off his rocker, mentally ill. My God, are we fucked. Linda says she only supports our Trump on this show because he's hilarious. Well, that's Trump. All right. So you may think that this is all cheeky and and whatever, douchey what I'm doing right now, but this is fucking crazy. We are in a horrible spot right now, the United States. Well, the whole world is. This is on the ver- this is how world wars start. This is how a holy war could start. Now again, Hamas brought this all on with that attack, but then again, those people have been feeling the heat for decades. I actually get it. This is so crazy right now. Corey says Biden could be dead in the ground and still be less destructive as Trump. Kevin Kuyper says Biden has been gone since he entered office. Kenny says, Q- <laughs> hey, mate, Q holy wars by Megadeth. But when I say Q, I mean like Q in, like to the first minute and 30. That hook is incredible, man. You're going to love that part. <laughs> oh. Remember those days? Uh, Chris says destructive. How? I don't know. Destructive to my psyche. Hojo Potatoes says if the world offered more opportunity to live abroad in developed nations like those in North America and Europe, many Palestinians would happily leave. So are you suggesting that other Arab nations would not allow Palestinians in? I think we're seeing that on the southern border of Gaza. The Egyptians are like, fuck no. We don't want your trash. Get out of here. I think that's what you're suggesting. Uh, but he says, uh, opportunity to live abroad in developed nations like those in North America. And, and I think there's a lot of those. I think there's plenty of regions in the Middle East where it's uh, uh, a very forward. Uh, Hojo Potatoes adds, maybe they don't want to go to other Arab nations and those nations have millions of Palestinians already. Well, I don't know, man. Who knows? Cole adds, World War III has already started. Biden is trying to figure out which team we're on. Uh, Not to mention, closer to home, the United States really can't get anything going right now because they don't have a Speaker of the House. Uh, All the right-wing wackos are holding everybody hostage. After the Kevin McCarthy debacle, uh, this asshole from Ohio, Jim Jordan, who's a piece of shit, 
Uh, he tries to get in as Speaker of the House, and they fucking firmly swat him out of there. Uh, so it's back to the drawing board. Congress can't get anything done until they get a Speaker of the House. The United States wants to send billions of dollars to uh, Ukraine and Israel. Uh, Ukraine to fight that war, Israel to fight the other war. And that, you know what? Maybe it's better off that we don't have a Speaker of the House. That way, we can keep more of our money. I shouldn't say that. I actually support all of our efforts to send money to Ukraine uh, to stop Putin, the next Adolf Hitler, for fuck's sake. But all right. That's where we are right now. Uh, Closer to home, there's a political story, kind of. You may remember me talking about this local loser who lives about five miles away from me named Ryan Kelly. Uh, Ryan Kelly ran for governor of Michigan and was murdered in the primary. He got his ass kicked. I think he finished like fifth. But he was all like, oh, I'm a patriot. Freedom, freedom, Trump freedom let's go well uh as all of his freedom bell liberty bell ringing shit was going on he also uh went to the capitol and tried to kill congress allegedly he's one of these dipshits who wandered into there and then the fbi meticulously person by person has been able to identify these losers who tried to steal the election and kill all of Congress. Uh, Unfortunately, this guy did not go the way of that one dumb bitch who climbed through the window and ate a bullet. What the fuck was her name again? Ashley Madison? Ashley John Bobbitt? Ashley Bobbitt? Ashley Babbitt? That crazy Air Force bitch. She had like, uh, if you remember, she had like an American flag as a cape. As she jumped through that window and that secret, uh, secret service guy goes, Hey, if you come through there, I'm going to shoot you. And she, boom, that's it. You do not pass go. Um, well, this asshole, Ryan Kelly was of that ilk. And, uh, during the campaign for Michigan governor, he was, he was, they were like raided his house and shit and they arrested him. And then when uh, he makes bail, his loser followers are in front of the jail. They're like, you know, with their stupid, stupid signs carrying out like a bunch of assholes. And he's like, Oh, this is such a great moment. I'm more popular than ever. What a big spike in the polls. This arrest is the best thing that's ever happened to me. This is great. Everybody respects me in my shithole town of Allendale. And then boom. He gets his ass kicked and now he's going to prison for two months. Now, I don't know if it's prison or jail. I think it's prison. And he got fined $5,000 over this deal. So that's awesome news. Look at this smug fucking little twerp. Anybody who has a sideways fucking smile like that, you can't trust them. Judge yesterday sentenced him to two months behind bars for being in that mob. 
Several months before his guilty plea, Kelly posted on social media that the Capitol riot was an FBI setup. Okay. His campaign posted the words political prisoner on Facebook after his June 2022 arrest. Uh, The judge noted all that. This is in U.S. District Court. So I think that means prison. It's a federal charge. Uh, said, hey, you misused your platform as a candidate for public office by promoting lies about election fraud, including the baseless claim that January 6th was somehow part of an FBI plot. Uh, Cooper, the judge, said a lot of folks voted for you. Well, some folks voted for him. Uh, he traveled from Allendale, Michigan, to Washington, D.C. To, to attend then-President Donald Trump's Stop the Steal rally. I love when I see stories about these losers uh, getting popped. Uh, Kelly told the judge that he wanted to see receipts. Wait a minute. Kelly told the judge he wanted to see receipts supporting Trump's claims that Democrats stole the 2020 presidential election from him. Those receipts never came, he said. That is a betrayal. And I was misled into believing those things. So that sounds to me like he's pointing the finger at Trump. You know? He was, uh, he's, he's, I love it when these assholes act like they're so stupid that uh, they were tricked into thinking that that was true. You know? Like whenever any of you guys try to tell me something, I don't believe it. Like every time I, Kenny uh, uh, says something that just, I mean, there's no way I believe it when he says that he's, you know, doing this or that. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. Okay, right. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, but he said he does not blame Trump for his conduct on January 6th. He did invite us there, but my actions were my actions. This is him right here. This is one of the pictures that uh, got him in trouble. Here he is. Look at all these guys with pissed off looks on their faces. Here he is. He's screaming, come on, let's go inside of there and butt flop. I fuck ruined that joke. Here he is being a patriot with all his patriot pals. God, see what I mean? That American flag there. These assholes have ruined the American flag. If someone has the American flag, uh, like on a t-shirt, I don't want to talk to him. I'd be more likely to talk to someone and engage them if they had a flag of North Korea right now than the American flag. I'm just being honest. These guys, it's not the American flag. It's not what the American flag stands for. It's what these cocks have done to the American flag. Here's Ryan Kelly with all of his asshole buddies. And here he is urging people to come suck his dick. I think this guy right here in the pink hat is actually sucking his dick. That's what it looks like. This is Ryan Kelly getting his dick sucked. God damn. I hope... His asshole is the size of a Folgers can by the time he leaves prison. 
I want him to set a record for how many penetrations at one time that a man can handle. Like actually seven dicks in his butt at one time and two in his mouth and his ears and hands. That's 13 dicks, even a dick in his dick hole. That would be 14 dicks at one time for Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly will set a record in prison for 14 dicks in his body at once. He's going to gain like 30 pounds in dick alone. That guy is, an, and he's part of that whole pack, you know, of these Ottawa County pieces of shit who I hate. I hate these people. You know the ones. They've been causing trouble for so long. Making life difficult for everyone. Like this one. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly. I'm the veteran, and I'm the veteran. I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm the veteran. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge. I'm the veteran in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I'm the veteran. I am the mother. I'm the veteran of a child that he spoke about on his podcast. I'm the veteran in a sexual manner. I'm the veteran, um, including sex acts that he wants my veteran to perform. I have the sheriff involved. Um, several sponsors have already backed out. And I'm the veteran. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. I'm the veteran, so I greatly support free speech. I'm the veteran. This is not protected speech. I'm the veteran when discussing sexual acts of a veteran. Um, I'm the veteran. It was an attack on me and my family, and uh, I'm the veteran. It's one thing to have an opinion of adults, but, again, it's not protected speech to speak sexually about a 7-year-old girl. Um, I'm the veteran. If you would like to see the evidence, and uh, I have seen on social media someone is messaging people to not talk about it. I'm the veteran. But they want your business to know that your name is slapped behind the screen when he's saying these things. Um, I'm the veteran. You can call me if you'd like. My number is area code 405-694-8344. I'm the veteran. I but I would really like to know if your business supports this type of rhetoric. It's area code 405 Zero five six nine four eight three four. Um, I'm the veteran. I didn't want to reveal the phone number. I would just like to hear back from you. Thank you very much for your understanding and your time. I'm the veteran. Thanks. Uh, Tyler says, "Quote: My child is also a veteran. Can't drop the e at a u." Says. She may not be related to Ryan Kelly, but I bet she guzzles cum like Ryan Kelly. Megan says, I've heard something like this before in person. (laughs) Kenny adds, hey, driving through town, I got spotty coverage. You just messed up. But I still heard. I'm a veteran about six times back to back. All right. 
So that's uh, that's what's going on in the Ryan Kelly household. Uh, two years, or I'm sorry, two months. I wish it was two years and five months. He uh, this is a uh, he's, he sells real estate. He's a real estate agent, I guess. By the way, he's 42, but he looks like he's 52. I don't know how people do that. You know, 42, I just, I don't know. I just, maybe I'm getting so old that people who are that age look old to me. I don't know. Kristen Maine says, why can't people like her get kidnapped in Israel? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so that was the big, you know what? It was reasonably big news around here, but the, it kind of got buried. I mean, I thought that that was a gigantic story, but the, um, the local press gets just the shit beat out of them. Every time they, uh, they, uh, publish stories like this, you know, uh, anything about anybody like that. And then all of the idiots come out of the woodwork. Like if I go to the Facebook page of uh, like one of the local TV stations that covered this story, and uh, it does, uh, they 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 just can't help themselves. There's my man right there. Whenever you see the mad face on the, you know, uh, when you could you can like it. And you can do happy face. I, I usually do ha-ha face. Uh, K.A. Emery says, this is all BS, political prisoners. And and I like it when someone always says to him, yeah, he, he pled guilty. He chose to plead guilty. You asshole. Mike says, no, no, it wouldn't have mattered. They have guys in prison who are not even there. 22 years behind bars. Well, yeah, the guy who planned the whole fucking thing. What a joke. You've got to be kidding me. Said somebody named Levi. Uh, Boy, I don't know. This one, the soap, pick it up with big, burly black guy. Jesus. All right. Two months in the joint. Uh, Can't drop the E out of you about our pal KMK says she claims she's a veteran, but what are her credentials? There's a big difference between combat veteran and a Coast Guard Reserves veteran. Oh yeah. She, the thing I, I, I've often talked about this. Um, I am always suspicious of people who announce that they were a veteran. Oh, I don't care who it is. And I don't care how they announce it. I don't care if they announce it, uh, with bad looking trucker hat, I don't, the only ones that to me should be allowed to wear it barely are Vietnam and older. You know, the right now our Nam vets are old as shit, but you know, when you're that old, 
whatever you can have to make you happy and, and, you know, satisfied with life. Uh, you know, Korea, if, you know, I think there's a handful of World War II veterans left. I mean, can you imagine if you were walking around with a hat that said Civil War veteran or War of 1812 veteran? You know, I don't want to see a guy walking around with uh, Operation Desert Storm. That was a fucking turkey shoot, okay? We kicked the shit out of them. You might as well have a hat that says, uh, I killed Iraqis. Or I killed uh, Iraqis in Kuwait. The only guy that can wear veteran hat, as Chris says, is dead guy. Uh, Kenny writes something not legible. I don't understand what you're doing with your phone. I'm only going to read you. I'm only going to read your typos now. Idiot wrote, hey, comma, KMK day six is cooing up next month. And then follows it up with one that fixes it, that makes it worse, which says KMK day is asterisk. I don't know what any of that is. Then stupid writes, okay, no more texting in the car. And then after he writes, no more texting in the car, fuckhead texts more in the car. You know what? I'm going to save your life idiot you're not supposed to be texting and driving anyway everything about you is dangerous i'm giving you a timeout for your own goddamn good everything about you is dangerous oh man i'm, I'm in the car i'm, I'm gonna fire off all these texts the fact that you think you're eating well when you pig out on 15 hot dogs with no bun is also dangerous. What the fuck is wrong with you, asshole? God damn. Uh... Megan says, Eric, did you see what KMK said about October Breast Cancer Awareness Month? People are losing their minds. Uh, I, I didn't. Can you please fill me in? Uh, Joe Martinez says he texts and drives all the time. Well, I can read yours. Again, Kenny has uh, problems, you know. Um, he can barely fit in the seat. His hands are gigantic, like the size of fucking Snuffleupagus's hoof. And he can't read. He's always pissed off. And he's driving a car. I mean, come on now. No more texting for you.
Son of a bitch. All right, Meathead in 13 minutes. Uh, Dad, what do you think about someone who constantly is texting and driving? Can ask him about that. Can ask him about my ball pain. You know, the problem with my dad is if I ask, tell him that my I'm having problems with my balls and my bladder, he's going to worry so much. So I'll have to uh, make it so it's not me, you know, couch it somehow, which I'm sure you already did. Um, I don't, I, I don't like worrying him and because that's part of the Alzheimer's, you know, if, if, if a breeze blows through, he's like, he's worried about it. There's always something he's worried about. Okay. Audience members on Facebook X and YouTube. It's time for me to say goodbye to you. If you could though, uh, go to, uh, download the Twitch app and you can watch the entire show that way. You don't have to deal with Facebook and I can see your comments. I can't, I can't see these damn comments. For you folks that are on Facebook. So, uh, download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, and away you go. Also, if you want to listen to the audio podcast on demand as soon as it's done, I'm on all the platforms, please throw a review at me. I'd love to hear what you think about the show. Uh, wherever you download shows. Oh, yeah. Hey, just got the word off of the but, wire. Um, hot and fresh. I Dennis Rodman is said something went wrong. out of here. Yes, indeed. He was traded to the San Antonio Spurs for so, Sean Elliott. Hey, hey I don't care if it was email. a good trade or not. No, as not long as the up. human I vulture is will. gone, things are good in Motown. Loving that. Loving this. White zombie on the Z. However, you know what's interesting about this? When I went to the email to check on Megan's, um, dick shit Kenny is, uh, even though I told him he should stop texting and driving, and then I banned him, he then goes to my email and sends this. Hey, subject line, asshole. Anyway, it's in the car doesn't mean while driving, I was at a light. And then I had just parked back at home. And that's when I said the KMK day is next month. Veterans Day. Fuckhead. Well, asshole. You sent a message that made no sense. And then you said no more texting and driving asshole you said it dick what the fuck typical kenny he admits to texting and driving and that he's he's texting poorly which he does all the time he's the worst texter of the bunch and then i call him out on it and then he gets grumpy and makes up a fairy tale of, and uh, typical Kenny revisionist history. You idiot. Chris says, ha, uh, <laughs> asterisk, 
at a McDonald's drive-thru. That's a low blow. Up. I'm not sure. Uh, I've got several comments that say, fuck my ears. Holy shit. Oh my God. What is going on? What the fuck? What the fuck was that? What the fuck just happened? What the hell was that? I thought that was just me. Sounded like the tune man. Yeah, get the Hall of Famer and Rebound King out of here. Demon Warp is coming alive in 196555. I am not sure what you all are talking about. I am clueless as to what is being discussed. I'll have to go back and listen to it. It may have something to do. The Z93 clip of Dennis Rodman. He is out of here. Randomly started playing. Old Zane clip started playing out of nowhere. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Tyler says very loudly. <laughs> I don't I folks, I didn't hear that. My apologies. Shit. I was too busy making fun of Kenny. Uh, Kenny writes, I did not say driving. I said in the car. Yeah, you said no more driving or no more texting in the car. I guess my question then is, if that's even true, how does you in the car affect your texting if you're not driving? Does that mean that if you're not driving, but in the car, you text bad, but if you step out of the car, you will then text well? You asshole. Doesn't make any sense. Um... Megan, Kristen Megan Kelly wrote on her um, social media, hashtag breast cancer awareness month, that time of year when big pharma and shady organizations push breast cancer screening methods that cause cancer. Well, this is actually great news. Because we all know that breast cancer screening methods are essential to early detection of breast cancer. And if Kristen Megan Kelly is against those very simple processes to detect breast cancer, that means she will refrain from doing them. And that means there is an increased chance that she will die a horrible death from cancer. And that's something we can all get behind. Thank you. Have a nice day.
Oh, that's great. <laughs> now that is coming from the wife of the guy who's going to be in charge of the health department more than likely. That's where I live. Why do I think that all of these people are going to die horrible, painful deaths? I think it's funny. She needs to keep it up. I remember on that latest edition of who are these Ottawa County fascists? She was so busy telling us she, she was busy telling us that she was a veteran and then talking about all this crazy wacko anti-vaccine shit. And then she, uh, what I noticed is she seems to be the type that needs to join uh, fraudulent fat fucks or master waiters because she used to be hot, uh, but now she's not, and she knows it. And she's uh, she, she took the time because it's bothering her to work in that she is on, quote, a personal weight loss journey. When you say I'm on a personal weight loss journey, you're probably better off saying, I'm trying not to be so fraudulent and fatty and fat. I'm trying not to be so disgusting. Okay. Kenny would never say I'm on a personal weight loss journey. You know, hold on a second. Darla, no, 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 no. Hey, hold on. She's eating the chair. Just had to bash your head against the wall. I, I didn't do that. Come on. Now. All right. Moments away from dad on Dear Meathead. I've yet to say goodbye to everybody that is enjoying the show on Facebook, uh, X, and YouTube. But I will now. Oh, before you go, don't forget. Uh, tomorrow is a big, big fraud Thursday. And I got I to gotta share this with you. It's really funny. It's uh, from the Eric Zane Show subreddit where um, Patrick does some of the funniest and most ridiculous photoshops ever. He slaps them together and they're just uh, ridiculous. Darla! Sorry. Uh, he's promoting the uh, Big Fraud Thursdays with what appears to be a box of Rice Krispies cereal, except he's photoshopped uh, the cereal to be Kelly's Crispy R's, where Snap, Crackle, and Pop have very terrible edits, uh, photoshops of Kelly's face in very unflattering, ex with very unflattering expressions. Uh, included on the box, it says free toy hot tub in every box while supplies last with my image from like a decade and a half ago. God, what a face. Jesus Christ. Um, New from the same great folks that brought you boring. It's supposed to say boring Steve's spaghetti dinner, but it comes out as boring spaghetti dinner. Steve's BFZ presents crispy R's 
Warning may cause changes in tone of voice, uncontrollable outbursts and outburst and derp face, which may become permanent. Algorithms are incredible for crust cripple. I think that's what he's talking about, about the uncontrollable outburst. I had Led Zeppelin too. Ah, come oh, on, guys. Oh, this man. is a damn temptation. <laughs> Shad. Are you ready to play trivia today against Hot Wings? For- yeah. And I said, just look at my arm and my hand. Not- I'm just sleeping and getting eaten by mosquitoes, Not- sir. I had Led Zeppelin too. Ah, come oh, on, guys. Oh, this man. is a damn temptation. <laughs> Shad. Hey. I'm Kelly and uh, Taylor Tomlinson. Hey, I work on a radio show. You want to have an interview? Do you want to? Hey, I work on a radio show. You want to have an interview? Do you want to? Corey writes that someone shushed her. I never noticed the uh, shushing. I had Led Zeppelin too. Ah, come on, guys. This is a temptation. (laughs) Shad. Oh. Oh, but it is so it's going <laughs> Someone shushed her. Oh. God damn. Well, nice job, Patrick. I appreciate that. I'm sure she's a great person. Uh all right. I swear to God, I'm gonna get rid of you guys. I got rid of almost all of you. Facebook and X, thank you. If you want the rest of the, if you want, uh, ah, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Hey, what's up? It's your pal Easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3 in 1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official dot com slash video lock. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The open and live stream of this show brought to you by Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Did you know that I can save you, Frank can save you hundreds of dollars a month. Uh, You have your personal health insurance from your employer. For your boss to insure you, it doesn't really cost you that much. You know, just you. But then you add in wife, two kids or three kids. Now you're looking at, uh, I don't know, $700 a paycheck. Maybe, maybe less, maybe more. But, uh, you know, let's say you get paid twice a month. You're sitting at about $1,400, $1,500 you're paying. Wouldn't it be nice to pay about $500 for the same insurance? And you get to choose the policy because a lot of times uh, employer insurance kind of sucks because they go on the cheap. Well, if you pick the policy, you can get the most and better insurance through healthcare.gov now. Before you couldn't do this, before... If it was offered by your employer, you had to use their insurance, but not this year, no. You go ahead and use your insurance, pay your 80 bucks a paycheck for it, and then get the rest of your family insured through healthcare.gov. Now, it's really set up for people like you so that the government pays for a good portion of the premium. I'll be totally honest with you. For Eric, Diana, uh, Madison to be insured, that's a $1,900 a month premium on the health insurance. $1,900 a month. I pay five seventy-five. dollars That's fucking great. And it's awesome insurance. That's how I'm able to get that CT scan no problem on Sunday. You can take advantage of this too. The government gives you a tax subsidy uh, for it, provided you keep your earning at a certain level or below. And I happen to be at that point. Okay, I'm good to go. And it's uh, actually a pretty high threshold. Frank will tell you all about that. It's well worth the 10 minutes it takes to call Frank and get the lowdown on this. Hey, hey, EZ's talking about this thing with healthcare.gov where I can keep my insurance through my employer, but my family can take advantage of healthcare.gov. Is that right? He's going to say, yeah, that EZ, I love him. And uh, that's what you do. So to get started on this, you go to the website, mypolicyshop.com, fill out the form. Frank will take care of the rest. This costs you no money. It costs you 10 minutes. Don't be a dumb shit. Uh, Reach out to Frank today, mypolicyshop.com. Doesn't matter where you are in the U.S., go to mypolicyshop.com and fill out the form. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Joe's coming out Friday. I got a problem downstairs. He has to fix it for me. I got this in the basement. I got this uh, uh, these heat on the baseboard. It's hot water, runs to the pipes, and then it radiates. It's like radiators all around the room. I can't get it to go on. I put in a new thermostat, and I probably fucked it up. <laughs> 
Joe's coming to help me. 616-516-8579. Uh, scheduled right now for a furnace tune-up. You have to have that done yearly. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Here comes Dad for Deer Meathead. Open for sponsorship. Good morning, hey. Grand Rapids. <laughs> hey, Dad, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Never better. Uh, we were uh, the audience is, I'm sure, wondering about what is going on in the world of falling leaves at your residence. <laughs> Wait a minute, falling what? Leaves. You know, uh, well, leaves all over the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, probably taken up hours of your time. Oh, it kept me busy yesterday. How frustrating is it when you spend all that time and then three hours later it's full of leaves again? It doesn't bother me because I only do it once a day. <laughs> Wait a minute. Once a day you got to rake the whole lawn? No, not the whole lawn. Just little areas of it. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, my neighbor's area and so forth. Uh, yesterday, uh, we have this uh, neighbor of mine that's got uh, a tree that's got nothing but cones on it. Pine tree. What is it? Pine tree. Pine seeds. Pine tree. Pine tree. Okay, so all the all the needles. All the needles that had to be done. So and then, eh, that's a little uh, tiresome. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. Well, you know, it's good exercise. I take it that your health is, is doing well now. I, I know you weren't feeling well a couple of weeks ago. Well, I had a, like a semi-cold or something, and I still have a little nasal, but I'm okay. You, you I'm got, doing good. You still have a little nasal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about Joanne? I know Joanne was a little bit under the weather. Oh, she still got it. <laughs> she's laughing. She's crazy. No, she's fine. Hey, Dad, did you watch the Lions the other day? They won again. Yeah. Wow, awesome. I sure did watch them. Yeah, they beat the pants off them. The other team didn't even score a touchdown, Dad. Well, I'll tell you, I don't know what happened to uh, uh it's, it's either the coaching or... Uh, I think that's what it is. I think it's. I think they got a good, a good uh, management team. I mean, they're doing great. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy. That's it, yeah. To think that. Uh, what, what is it? How, how many games they won so far? Three, four? Actually, they've won five. Five. Yeah. And they've only lost one time. Mm -hmm. Wow, they're awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, all right. Well, Dad, we got a series of questions we want to run by you. Uh, Chris writes. Hey, Meathead, uh, you see, Chris's story is he was just inducted into a uh, uh, small college baseball Hall of Fame. He's, he, was, he, was, he, he wrote in about that. So he's a hell of a baseball player uh, when he was in college. And wow. then, yeah, so he's really good. But then he informs you and I that there was uh, some jealous loser who sits around in his pajamas all day said that it was nothing to be proud of. 
what do you what do you think about that? What sh- how should Chris react to that to that guy who's trying to who uh uh you know n- knock him down a peg? Well, there's nothing that he, he's got nothing to be proud of, but other than sitting on his butt. Yeah, the guy who's sitting around in his pajamas is probably just hasn't done anything with his life. Uh, he's a loser, a jealous loser. He apparently is not capable of doing what the others are doing. Yeah, he just sits there and does what he does. So a guy like him, he he, he gets he gets his jollies going. By seeing you all uptight because right. of him. Yeah, yeah, that, oh. that's what I'm thinking too. I think I think he's just like a troll. Yeah, and, and just ignore the heck out of him. Don't even don't don't even think about him. Let alone yeah. say something. About yes, him. screw that guy. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the sooner he all of a sudden start not getting any. See, he's getting attention right now. Right, right. Yeah, because Chris is like saying, "Hey, come on, knock it off." No, forget it. Don't even say nothing. Like he wasn't even there. Yes, he his his word means nothing. No one even loves that guy. Uh, that's right. So, hey, you see, he gets his jollies when you said that. Hey, you're a loser. Now he's got a name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Well, take the name away from him. All right. Excellent. Uh, and then Chris adds, thank you, Joanne. And thank you, Meathead. Um, it's always great to hear from you and thank you. I appreciate your loving wisdom. <laughs> well, I thank you so much for you acknowledging it. I really don't deserve all of those good things that you guys are saying, but it's a nice thing. Thank and you. We're proud of you. Okay. We're proud of you. Yes, of course. That's not something to be proud of. Yes. Uh, dear Meathead. Should we respect veterans who did not die for the country? Like, oh my word. no, of course we should. No, yeah. What, what he's asking is, if a veteran goes to war but doesn't die, should we still respect? But I mean, he did fight for the country. Should should we respect those veterans? I respect the uniform that they wear, and then when they're in it. They are they are to respect it. Even yeah, regardless of whether they live or die, right? Absolutely. Uh, and then he asks, "What if uh, what if uh, he says his neighbor is a non-veteran who always talks crap about veterans? What should we do with that guy? Put him on the island?" Well, Absolutely. listen. First of all, he's a loser. He's got to be sending, yeah, my wife thinks that you got to send him to Israel. Oh. <laughs> well, that boy, that's a mess over oh, there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, all right. Chris has a, a, a less serious question. He's just keeping it simple. He has a couple of breakfast questions for you, Dad. He, uh, he asked, uh, I think I know the answer to these. First of all, what's your favorite kind of coffee? Well, what is this? So it's a plain coffee. Plain. What, what name was it? Folgers. Okay, so are you drinking it like with cream and sugar? Or are you going black? Oh, uh, just just black. That's what I do too. 
That's my that's my kind of coffee. Well, you're my son, so Ex- obviously you do what I do. Exactly. Or maybe I do what you do. Now, I think I know the answer to this. What is the best breakfast food? <laughs> breakfast food? Can I can I fill in the blank? I'm going to uh, I pred- I predict you're going to say Cheerios. That's what I eat every morning. Now, do you eat them dry or do you use milk in a spoon? No, I just, uh, it's in a cup. It's in a, it's in a, in a bowl. In a cup? You, you, in a bowl. You drink it? No. No, no, not in a bowl. Okay. All right. Do you, do you, do you, do you put milk in it and sugar and all that or just plain? No sugar. Yeah, sugar's a problem, right? Yes. Okay. All right, uh, let's see. There's one more here from Matt. I wanted to get this. Uh, let's see. Matt. Uh, oh, hold on, I'm having a hard time getting it. My, com- my computer keyboard's acting up, of course, like it does every time. And then I, and then I don't do anything to fix it. Uh, okay. Matt writes, Dear Meathead. Well, what is the name? Uh, Matt. Matt? He says, uh, Dear Meathead, you and Joanne are much funnier and more intelligent than Eric. I don't think so. He says, What is your favorite joke that you can tell? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. You put me in a spot. No, he didn't. Just think of the word bluish. Well, roses are reddish, violets are bluish. If it wasn't for Christmas, we all be Jewish. There it is. That's the one. <laughs> uh, he also says he loves hearing you and Joanne. Uh, that you know what I found out about this guy Matt, who just wrote this uh, note into you guys. He's got a beautiful daughter, and they just found out that. Uh, um uh Mrs. Matt is pregnant and uh oh. and you know what there's three babies in there wow she got she's going to have triplets oh my god oh wow it's awesome but i'll tell you one thing that poor woman is going to be so busy <laughs> and you well, know i think they both something about Men don't really get involved in uh, changing diapers and, <laughs> well, I th- sometimes. I think they do maybe. now. I think that maybe in the well, olden days. days. But generally, the work has fallen on the women, and the women are really paying the price. I, you know, I don't know about that anymore these days. I think uh, I think it's it's much more balanced nowadays. I think that uh, if, I think that, uh, um Dads are are much more uh, um, involved in that. I mean, if they know what's good for them, I mean that's that's uh, that's a key to a healthy marriage, right there, is helping her out, in my opinion. Oh, the, the thing of it is, it's a pleasure to have the little baby growing with you. Yeah, I really enjoyed raising my kids. I uh, I I miss those days. They ended too much, and and all of the crazy stuff that happened. The, that all uh, led to 
ridiculously hilarious stories. At the time, they seemed like they were horrible, but now the, those are the types of stories you sit around the campfire and you tell. Right. Yeah. You know? My wife knows. Hey, uh, uh, hey um, w- when we were up north last time, this is more inside baseball. Uh, we were um, we were sitting by the campfire, and uh, Sue, my sister slash stepsister Joanne's daughter, was telling me about she, they went on a, a wild goose chase, a little scavenger hunt. Jim and Sue looking for an old piece of property that used to be in Joanne's family. Yes, that was outstanding. They 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 showed me pictures. I guess there was a spot on the Manistee River where there was like yeah. a, a big log that stuck out of the ground that they used to like have a swing on and stuff like that. And the log's still there. It's like 50 years, 50 years later. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that was really something. Uh, we uh, really missed you guys. I know you were under the weather, but, you know, we'll have to get back up there. Yes. Yes, we do. We yes, miss we all do. of you, too. No, that, that's, that's just a great thing. But then again... I've, I've had so much of that that I, I'm glad that you guys are participating in that. You know, and you know what? Uh, I don't know if you know about this, but you somehow, you two um, uh, uh, were able to help me pinpoint where the mice are getting in. Yes. Did you, did you hear that story? Yes. I already knew that because I found them inside that toilet. That's why I put that board on there. Oh, I didn't know that. And, and, uh, and so... Uh, Dad, you uh, inadvertently peed in that toilet when you were up there, and Joanne poured water in it, and then the little bastards came in through the toilet, and they all drowned in there. Yes. So there then, you go. Yeah, I figured it out, but now you have. It smelled like uh, it smelled the high heaven. It was the worst thing ever, but I was able to get them out of there, thank God. And then I. Oh my! How uh, did you? Oh, that was bad. I I had to like put on a hazmat suit. It was it was awful. I almost puked. I needed a oh cigarette, and then uh, uh, I ended up uh, blocking the hole with uh, this uh, this uh, uh, foam, this foam that hardens that we put into the damn toilet. So I think now I didn't realize that. I thought that they were. I didn't know that it, it makes sense. I mean, that pipe goes out to the outside there. I mean. I can't believe, and you already knew that, Joanne. Damn it. Yeah, but, but that's not the only way they were getting Yeah, I figured that. Yeah, I know. On the toilet, they couldn't get out. Oh, God, what a nightmare. Um, you closed the other hole, so they climbed in like crazy through that one, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping. I got my fingers crossed. Every time I go there, I close another hole. And then yeah. I keep my fingers crossed that they're not going to get in. I show up weeks later, and then there's always mice. So I'm hoping that I got them. Are they? They're not done yet. I I, I don't know. Oh, listen, we sent your dad under the trailer last time that happened, and he got stuck under there. I thought he was going to die under there. Mike came over and tried to help get him out. And he, all we could see was his eyes. He was too heavy to crawl back out. And it dawned on me, if we put a tarp down there and make it slick, and maybe we could pull him out, it worked. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course you figured it out. Get me out of there. You always figure it out. Didn't you? Okay, so there was that uh, catastrophe. And then yeah. there was the one when he was on the ladder. 
Oh my God, yeah. And then he fell and his foot was hung up in the ladder and he was hanging upside down for like an hour. He didn't fall. He had the ladder turned backwards and the thing slipped out and caught his leg between the rungs. Yeah. And so and I didn't know what to do, so I grabbed a piece of metal and run over there and hit the thing and it popped it loose. And then he comes crashing down to the ground. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, it's a miracle you're alive. I cannot believe it. Um, He's got nine lives, and I say every one of them. Oh yeah! Oh, big time. That's why when I that that's why. Hey, that's why when I go up there, he's always saying to me, "Oh my God, be careful! It's a death trap up there." You gotta be. All right. Uh, Looking back on this conversation, we broke down Cheerios, and. we know that Joanne is still has a little uh, nasal. And yeah. Right. He's, he's the one that's got the nasal. He suffers forever. All right. Man. Okay, guys. Well, I, I just like to be all whole, all in one piece, instead of have something to kind of a Billy ache about it. Billy ache every morning. Thank God you're Billy aching. I, <laughs> yeah. We love your Billy aching. And hey, the other way, you know. Okay, gang. Uh, appreciate you so much. Uh, have a great day. It's supposed to be pretty nice, I guess. I guess it'll be a little warmer yeah. than it has been. We're happy about that. I'm sorry? We're going to the farm today to get some vegetables. Oh, all right. Very, very cool. I'm glad to hear that. Hey, uh, hug that beautiful baby of yours. This is a grown baby. Yeah. Uh, you Diana. mean, yes, Diana. 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 Okay. Very, very, I shall. And, uh, Joanne, thank you. Is, uh, thank you, uh, very much. I uh, appreciate you guys. And I love you. Okay, yeah, baby. You, honey. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. And audience, goodbye. See you when? Uh, Thanksgiving. Right. All right. I love you. Love you too. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Nick writes, they are falling into the toilet. No way they're coming up from the pipe. Well, here's the thing. You got to understand. This is a uh, a trailer that just has a pipe coming out of the underside of the trailer and then going out into the woods. Okay? That was a uh, a jury-rigged uh way that he could pee in that toilet uh for a long time. I no one else pees in it. In fact, I could just take the thing out. So, um they're scampering up the damn thing and going in. Uh, and the toilet lid is closed. So I don't think they're falling into the toilet. I think they're actually going through the toilet. Unless you think otherwise. Maybe. Uh, how many times has Joanne saved him? Okay, there was the ladder. There was underneath the trailer. There was when he fell out of the tree and he had to get airlifted to the hospital. Um, you know, I don't know. I I think it's more interesting to point out how many times has he actually been in danger of losing his life. And, uh, those come to mind plus chainsaw incidents. He's never really cut himself with the chainsaw. I don't think, but he used to like cut wood with no shirt, uh, a pair of shorts in his bare feet, no protective gear whatsoever. 
Uh, Arc Flash, or Nick says, but it's the toilet is full of water. They would have to swim underwater through the trap. I find mice in five-gallon buckets all the time. Yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking they're doing. They, they, they can't swim? I'm not sure what you're saying. Um, Kenny says, you didn't ask any questions about your hurting balls. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Uh, we'll see what's up. I am hoping to God that they were coming to the toilet and that they aren't anymore. I mean, how else would it, can you explain that there'd be four dead mice in there? Are you telling me that they're like, oh, hey, let's go in there. I mean, the lid was closed. That doesn't make any sense that they would just seek out the toilet. Come on, man. You're smarter than that. All right. Another outstanding edition of Dear Meathead. As always, great fun. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your questions. Love, Dad. Uh, continuing. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. By the way, uh, while it's on my mind, Kristen, Megan, Kelly, who takes a stand against breast cancer awareness? You got to be a real pile of shit to take a stand against breast cancer awareness. Who? I don't understand. What, what else is she going to uh, take a stand against? Like adoption? Orphanages? Uh, uh, foster care for animals? The homeless? What an asshole. What a stupid thing to take a stand on. All right. Thank you, Irvine. 616-532-6600. Uh, you can uh, reach out to them. Irvines.com is their website. If you have any issues with your car, take it to Irvine's. All makes and models, all EVs, all hybrids, take it to Irvine's. When the dealerships get in the weeds, they call upon Irvine's. That is a fact. 616-532-6600. ERVines.com. That's ERVines.com. Also, hello to the King's Room Barbershop. I'm going to be at the King's Room Barbershop on Friday. 2.30 to 4.30. Come see me at the brand new location. This is grand opening weekend. Friday and Saturday at King's Room Barbershop where you can uh, cash in on prizes when you spin the wheel of awesome. Spin that wheel and you can win free haircuts. You could win free uh, product that they have, uh, you know, hair care products that they have there, not to mention King's Room Barbershop gear. And they're giving away a flat screen TV. Whether you need a haircut or not, come hang out with me at King's Room Barbershop just so you can see the work that they've done there. Say hello to the owners, Colleen and Andy. Say hi to me. We have, we have a good time. Take a picture. Off you go. Or get a haircut. 
All guys and Lisa Krantz can get a haircut at King's Room Barbershop. You want more details as to their work and pricing, uh, go to kingsroom.net. Now, they have three locations, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and the new location, 821 36th Street Southwest in Wyoming, Michigan, next to the costume shop. I'm sorry, next to the costume room, right? Costume room? Yes. I don't know why I forgot that. Anyway, Friday at 2.30, come see me. Play hooky from work. Hang out 2.30 to 4.30 at the King's Room Barbershop. Matt writes, uh, not Matt Kiefer's. It says Mattitude. It says subject line trivia, Kenny, etc. First, I'd love to play trivia again if you're ever short of contestants just for the sake of participation. I don't care about the money. Second, if you have issues and Dale needs a full in, a full in here or there, a fill in here or there. Oh God, you write like Kenny. I'd be happy to sub in for dumber than a former car thief trivia or dumber than a low life hillbilly trivia or whatever. You're the creator. You can pick a name if it comes to it. Thirdly, and lastly, this stuff with you and Kenny is great. It always has been great content. I'm good with you passing out my uh, email and phone number to Kenny. We're both in the greater Nashville area, and I'm always open to new friends and stuff. I don't know if you still have my number from when I played trivia before, but here it is. Keep on rocking, EZ, and fuck Greg. Oh, of course. Greg's a piece of shit. So that's the best part of that email right there from Matt. So, Kenny, Matt wants to be your pal. He already writes like you. Um, so I think you and him would hit it off. Okay. And maybe just maybe you could find a new lover because, um, everybody knows about your, uh, you know, you've had a horrible time with women, no fault of yours, of course. So it might be time for you and Matt to start BFing, and maybe that will make you happy. Cole writes, I think he's hitting on you, Kenny. Kenny writes, wait, what is this? It's Matt. He wants to be friends with you. Look, I'll show you the email. There it is. This is the guy, Matt. He wants to be pals with you. He loves you. And I think he might be into roll. Maybe he's into roly-poly dudes. I have no idea. Amanda says anything to keep him flirting, to keep him from flirting with me. Now, I, I can't say for sure that Matt wants your anus. I think he's just a nice guy, and he wants to make friends with someone who's cool like you, Kenny. We all know that. But Amanda here just indicated that you have been flirting with her. And, um, well, we all know that. But um, I, that's the first time Amanda's ever come out fully and said that you are flirting with her. Now, we all have hope for this, and deep down, I've suspected it for quite some time. 
but that's the first time that Amanda has indicated that you make her wet. Okay. Right now she's gushing. I wouldn't be surprised if her fingers were caressing her, uh, 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 plump meat plates right now because of this whole dialogue, this tension between you two. You are making her meat plates plump. You are engorging her genitals with uh, all sorts of uh, uh, blood to swell them. That You are causing swelling in her meat plates. Amanda says, I didn't say that. I said that you hooking up with Matt would keep you away from me, which is what I want. That is not what you said. Let's go back and look at what you said. Anything to keep him from flirting with me. There you go. These assholes, Kenny and Amanda, they're the king and queen of saying something and then like, uh, Ah, uh-uh, no, I, I I didn't say that. And it's, it's, it's so simple to just go back and look. God damn. Tyler writes, does somebody hear, does somebody hear a dripping faucet? No, that's just Amanda thinking about Kenny again. Jesus. Would you guys just fuck for God's sake? And record it so we can all watch it and pound our puds. <laughs> How about an OnlyFans page where we all beat off to you guys screwing? That would be epic. Corey says, fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I have got to pee. Holy shit. I'll be right back. While I was gone. Um, the gruesome twosome are now fighting. It ends with Kenny telling uh, Amanda to fuck off. This all um, started with Amanda's revelation that Kenny flirts with her. The truth always comes out, Kenny. What's done in the dark will be brought to the light. But I don't know why you always run away from this. She clearly enjoys the moisture. Aram says, why did you write that, Amanda? That just added another year of him joking about this. There's no joking. And I, you know, I don't know if just because it escaped her lips, so to speak. I don't know if you can blame the messenger. Joey Go Blue writes something that I can't understand because, again, 
I think he meant to say someone is stirring the mac and cheese. Amanda says, well, that's why I said it. I was trying to accuse Kenny of flirting with me. I never said I liked it, and I never said I wanted him to, and I never said I flirted back. I was just messing with him. Well, she's messing with him by revealing to the world that Kenny flirts with her. Okay. Now, I mean, we've, we've known this. Kenny says, for the love of God, I have never flirted with you. Amanda says it was my way of getting back at Kenny for sending Eric that screenshot. And Amanda writes, when Kenny said in for the love of God, I have never flirted with you. Amanda said, yeah, I know. Uh, Kenny says you gave him and everyone else here. Wait a minute. Bob says is sexting, not flirting. Kenny says you gave him and everyone else here the reason to raise the damn eyebrow and continue their shenanigans, though. Dumb. Stevie says, Kenny, we all know it's not true. I don't know about that. And then he starts telling people to fuck off. And you see, once he gets rattled, then he starts starts really, you know, uh, going below the belt. He tells her to go eat some loaded tater tots. Now, I don't know if that's over the line, but that seems pretty intense. Here she is fighting the battle of the bulge, and you're telling her to go eat some loaded tater tots. I think it, uh, I don't think it bothers her, though. She says it just rolls right off of her. LM, and then he says, Eric, now you can fuck off. So everybody's just telling everybody to go fuck themselves. Corey says, I imagine them fucking would cause a rotten cheese smell. Yeah, and you know, I don't know about that. Um, they both seem to take care of their bodies as best as they can. So I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna suggest that. I mean, fat people can fuck. And if they happen to ever do that or are already and we just don't know it, I I can't say for sure that it's going to stink. Hmm. Uh, Amanda says this is stupid, hilarious, stupid. Again, this all started because Amanda uh, revealed about Kenny's uh, flirting and heavy petting. Do they still say that heavy petting? All right. Enough. Okay. This is is ridiculous. We just got to accept the fact that love is love. And I love when people are happy. So Kenny gets a new friend in Matt. And then with at the same time, it's to, the world is it now knows about all of this. Brandis says this is all stupid. You know, whatever. I mean, I just take what's given to me on this show. I don't care if it's stupid as long as it's entertaining. It could be worse. At the end of the day. I had Led Zeppelin to... Oh, come on, guys. Oh, this man. is a damn temptation. <laughs> Shad. It could be that. 
All right. Uh, one of Trump's major donors. Actually, this guy has made uh, a, a lot of money, and he's given a lot of money to Trump, and he's given a lot of money to DeSantis. His name is Steve Allenbeck. Here he is right here. Look, he's got his Trump shirt on. He's all all stoked. Here he is wearing his red, white, and blue jacket with Trump and no doubt a trophy wife who's super young. Here he is with another red, white, and blue jacket. It might be the same one with uh, this is his wife who he tried to kill. I'm not even kidding you. He tried to kill this beautiful woman. I think she got shot. And then he went ahead, he went ahead and, and killed himself. So a guy who's a big time donor of Trump and Ron DeSantis. I didn't know you could like sounds like your allegiances are divided. Maybe he gave a lot of money to DeSantis when he was running for governor. Because I remember DeSantis got like endorsed by Trump. Uh He's dead. He tried to kill his wife, and then he killed himself. This guy is really something. He once called former President Barack Obama. I'm going to use rhyming words. Uh, a Well, no, I'll use the first word. A fucking Muslim N-word. I'll just say that. Uh, he called Barack Obama a fucking Muslim N-word. He shot himself dead last week in a attempted murder suicide Steve Allenbeck was pronounced dead this all worked out after shooting himself and an un unidentified woman in the parking lot of a burger fi outlet in Delray Beach Florida on October 10th uh, the woman is in her 40s believed to be Allenbeck's wife survived she ran into the burger chain with a gunshot wound to her arm and back transported to a hospital known as a major GOP donor, giving more than $200,000 in political contributions over the past 20 years, including thousands of both Trump and DeSantis, came under fire in 2018 when he referred to Obama as a, a fucking Muslim N-word, claimed that Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg can't die soon enough. He later claimed he was not racist and regretted the tweet but argued he should be allowed to use the N-word. So wait a minute. I'm not a racist. I'm sorry I tweeted it, but I should be allowed to use the N-word. That's, uh, that's a Rick James moment right there. And then he drops the, uh, so somebody like Chris Rock can get up on stage and use the word and there's no problem. Yes! But some white guy says it and he's a racist. Really? I mean, we don't really, I don't really need to unpack this more, but there's something softer about the way a black guy says it. You know, when you say Barack Obama is a fucking Muslim N word, that comes from a place of hate. If a black guy says it, it comes from the heart. It's so much less impactful when a black guy says it. In fact, it's, it's charming. To me, if a black guy says the N-word, that's like a white guy saying my love or honey or pal 
or friend or my brother. It doesn't matter. It's just so much softer with less impact when a black guy says it. It's actually charming. I love it. In fact, I wish Barack Obama used that word when he was in office. Uh, Alan Beck says, I grew up in New York in the 50s. We were the uh, uh, rhymes with bikes. Begins with K, rhymes with bikes. We were the bikes. They were the N-words. They were the goyim. I don't know. They didn't even try to. Look, in this quote, they actually took some of the, um, you know, words out here. In the article. We were the, they didn't want to spell out K rhymes with bikes. They didn't want to spell out N-word. But they were okay with Goyim. I've never heard that. He said, and those were the S rhymes with uh, Wix. Never heard of Goyim. Yeah. Whenever um, racist white people say, how come they can, but we can't? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not qualified to figure that out. If they use it, can we use it? No. Is it bad? If it, is it worse if a white guy says it than a black guy says it? Yes. Why? I don't know. I don't care. It's sweet when a black guy says it. That is not a bad word. In fact, all black people should go out of their way to say it. And anybody who says that black people, I hate it when black people say that other black people shouldn't say that word. No, they should be able to say that word. I know that sounds crazy, but that's just the way it is. Fucking get over it. Becca Shea puts a finer point on it with, because white people are using it to demean. Black people have taken that word as their own, if that makes sense. Sounds good to me. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to say it. All right? I wouldn't dare say that word. Stevie says, my father-in-law says it all the time, and it makes me nuts. That's why we never invite him to our house. Well, yeah, I true yes Kristen Maine says back in the day racist hatred was fine it just hasn't aged well fucking idiots yeah of course what about when black people hate other black people who speak white um yeah I can't speak to that I'm not stupid enough to try to explain the way a black person feels about anything. That's like trying to explain how a woman feels. That's dangerous territory. I'm only concerned with me. I don't ever want to be in the business of uh, explaining what a group of people uh, should or shouldn't do. You know? If there are black people who don't like the what uh, the way other 
what other black people are saying. Uh, that is above my pay grade. I love the way black people talk. Black people, the way black people speak is as charming to me as like, uh, some of the other accents in the United States. You know, you got New England, you got the South, you got uh, the Northern reaches like the Canadians, Canadian accent like Minnesota, even in some parts of Michigan, they speak like that. And then you got black. It's fantastic. It's its own dialect. It's its own uh, uh, accent. And we need to, we need to love that. I love the way the black people talk. In fact, if I go up to a, uh, a black guy and he sounds like me, I'm like, fuck, son of a bitch. It's really annoying to me. There's so much fantastic culture to it. It's like when you go to England and everybody there, you know, they speak with a British accent and you're just charmed by them. Same way when, like, if we go to England, they're going to, well, I don't know about that. They'll probably just think we're disgusting yanks. Uh, Dave Chappelle doing an impression of Tiger Woods. Uh, Becca Shea says, my husband is black and he talks half black, half white. LOL. Does that mean like based on um, the environment, he can flip switches? Depending on the audience. That's fucking brilliant. Oh, I want to hang out. But. When I go there, because I tend to drop motherfuckers everywhere, but the way way I say it, it doesn't sound good. And I usually say, uh, uh, almost like motherfucker, F U G G E R is how it sounds like when I say it. And I drop motherfuckers all the time, but it just doesn't have the same impact when a disgusting, fucking. Uh, 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 honky like me says it. Aram says, I am fascinated by the British, Irish, Australian actors who can speak in so many different accents like Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. Yeah, that is a talent. Uh, Mel Gibson. You ever hear that motherfucker talk when he's just talking like in his own voice? You forget he's from, where is he from? Like down under Australia? Southern black people have the best accent sound to me. I love it. Like the lady narrating the Montgomery brawl video. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, it actually turns me on. I love it. If you've ever been flirted with by a Southern black woman, like if a Southern black woman flirts with EZ the same way Kenny flirts with Amanda, according to Amanda, I'm instantly hard. 
Aram says, Mel Gibson is from Australia. What the fuck? And then Chris in Maine says he's from New York. I don't know about that. Mel Gibson, country of origin. He is born in New York. He's an American-born Australian actor. Does Mel Gibson have an accent? He was born in New York State and moved to Australia with his family when he was 12. So I would say I'm more right than you. This was young enough for his natural accent to become Australian. As an actor, he can do a very convincing American accent. His family moved to Australia so that their sons would not be drafted to fight in Vietnam. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I wonder if I can get any clips of Mel Gibson. Amy says, if only you could see Southern black ladies' feet, too. Oh, my God, yes. Absolutely incredible. All right, I don't know if this is going to shed any light on our uh, Mel Gibson. What he is is an Australian with an American accent, a down-to-earth private bloke with a quirky sense of humour. He's also an actor prepared to take risks, and his latest film has to be Mel Gibson's biggest risk of all. Not only does he star as a man whose face is horribly scarred, but for the first time... Hey, hell, I can do this. With a couple, yes. I, I can do this better? Uh, yeah. Tell me, though, as an actor, what sort of director do you reckon Mel Gibson is? Um, I figure I did an all right job. He sounds see more than zero in Australia. The northeastern corner of the United... Just Elton's John. <laughs> of yours? I don't know him. No, I don't know him. Well, with the way your career is going, I mean, you could eventually have one of those. Well, you know, actually, his real boat is in another port. You see, that's just Elton's John. (laughs) Really? Mel's rich, (laughs) but he's not yet in Elton's class. It's not, of course. But they do have something in common. All right, this is uh, kind of fruitless at this point. But I think you can say, well, he's kind of, I was half right. Born in the U.S., but moved to Australia. So that's why I thought he was Australian. Um, Dual citizen with Ireland. Is that right? I don't know. I can feel Kenny's blood pressure rising from where I am sitting. Lots of uh, Kenny drama. And it all started when the revelation about his heavy flirting according to Amanda, which he denies. And I can understand that. I mean, it didn't come out of his mouth. She's the one who spilled the beans. Okay. And Kenny's pissed off about that. So that is going to um, slow things down in the meantime. Unbelievable. Kenny says, fucking stop, man. Good God. All right, fine. Look, hey. I'm just a messenger. I just read the shit. You got to yell at her. You have. You yell at everybody. Fucking nuts. 
Why is everyone screaming at me? Okay, before we get to the asshole of the day, uh, shout out to Excellent Installation. I know you remember the name Jacob Bennett. His flooring company, excuse me, is now Excellent Installation. So get the flooring installed from Excellent Installation, 616-318-0167. It is the most affordable way to have flooring installed professionally. They've installed flooring in three, in my full basement, um, and in two bedrooms. Absolutely great. 616-318-0167. Fast, efficient, professional. Excellent installation. Flooring can be tricky. Don't fuck it up. You mess up one spot, the whole thing's jacked. 616-318-0167. Save yourself the time and the money of having to do it twice with excellent installation. 616-318-0167. Also, for your home, it's important to have a mortgage, getting pre-approved for a mortgage, and this can be from anywhere in the United States. You need to call the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. That's 231-332-6505. Get pre-approved today for your mortgage. You know, and mortgage rates aren't going to be this high for that long, but not every person who does mortgages is going to let you know, hey, you've been paying uh, whatever, 7% interest for the past year and a half. The interest rates are down now. Mario Flores' Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage makes sure you're aware of all the changes in the industry so that you can get in an even better mortgage when the rates do fall. Reach out, get all the information you can, find out for yourself, Bang on the door of the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. All right. Yesterday's asshole of the day just because was our pal Freebeer. Uh, Today brought to you by TC Paintball. We need a new asshole of the day. And frankly, it's all about trust here. And if one audience member cannot trust an audience member, another audience member for keeping a secret, that makes you the asshole of the day, Amanda. How dare you defy Kenny's trust with that revelation? What a crock of shit. I feel bad for you, Kenny. That's not fair. You wanted that, you know, left to the imagination And then her ripping that Band-Aid off without consulting you like that is fucking terrible. I cannot believe that. Uh, Kenny writes, fuck you, Eric. He's completely lashing out. I don't understand where that's coming from. I don't don't care for that. Uh, Amanda is your asshole of the day. Folks, thank you for being here. Talk to you on the Patreon. Actually, I have Smarter Than a Former Director of the Trivia coming up at 10.30 with Dale. Okay, 